Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast, where I am joined by someone I owe a lot to, because without her, I would not know anything that's going on on Winter House. <laughs> it is <laughs> Emily Hanks of She Speaks Bravo. I, and I didn't realize I was your source of information for Winter House. I can't watch it. I, I cannot <laughs> watch it. Like, I, like you and um, I think Sarah, the producer that you had on, said uh um uh, how come oh no she was anonymous never mind oh well no it was not the producer i'm sorry sarah heron from us oh yes yes us weekly yes okay deputy editor yes thank you i don't know why i said producer but like you both said i don't know why i need to keep reliving the previous summer with summer house like it's getting out of control out of control i cannot take it anymore however yeah she is here to recap bravo with me um thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me we are not going to get into it now but she is her and pia are going to cover the casey anthony documentary if you watched it and you have an open mind i do encourage that you listen to their coverage of it because it's it's a lot people we know we know okay we <laughs> it's i literally have a disclaimer in the beginning yeah. in the middle like mm-hmm. it's it's such a complicated journey yep people are yeah. uh, people up are still arm. so upset about it and like at some point i'm really like well hold on a minute yeah. You're like refusing. I literally yes. had somebody tell me today that they understand like they would never blame victims. They would never doubt somebody's trauma. They would never, but with her, I just can't. Yeah. And I'm like, but why you don't, you, I can't, I can't even. Cause it's like, I, and like me, Emily and I both, both talked about this. We went into it like what the hell like it's and I still never warmed up to her I never warmed up to her I never really was like oh my gosh like with her it was with the facts with the thing like everything else that they were giving me that I was like uh yeah (laughs) it's because like we as a society tend to like you know old cases that were mishandled and now we get to like making a murderer exactly that's my thing i'm like you're telling me you have these there's a whole genre of people that love true crime and they love to figure out like how these cases were mishandled and this is a prime example of one because it makes no sense so much of that evidence was circumstantial so much of the the investigation was hypocritical like Oh, it's, it's a doozy, but well, we are there's not- also, there's a line in it just, and then I'll let you move on. There's a line in it where one of the detectives from back then says, they ask, did the dad ever lie to you? And he goes, yeah, but just because he lied doesn't make him a murderer. Thank you, Emily. I said, I knew as soon as you said, you, you as soon as you said, there's a line, I was like, I know exactly what she's talking about because I sat up in my seat and I was like no 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 at the beginning of this the same detective said well she's a liar why would she lie that's why I know she I was like that was the entire basis for your case against exactly and then not only that he says he goes on to say at some point in the investigation every single person in the family lied every single person in the family lied to them I said what what so why was she the only person that you like i'm okay with exploring that she had something Mm -hmm. to do with it the whole family had something i don't know but it's when you don't explore all of the options Mm -hmm. yep because there is also that and i was having this discussion with somebody there is also i'm not saying that i was like an innocent woman because i'm still very confused about one key part which we can talk about offline because i was like i'm everyone's like the 31 days, the 31 days. I'm like, it's not necessarily the 31 days after everything was broken down for me. It's what she claims happened, yep, but yep. then went on to claim that she thought she was okay. Yes. And I, Pia and I like sat in silence for a while and we're like, and then 
Pia eventually said something that I was like, okay. And my, so the way Pia came into it was like, she fucking did it. Mm -hmm. She's a liar. And then I was, but then, so the problem with the subject matter is it's so triggering on Mm -hmm. so many levels. So then I found myself kind of getting defensive Mm -hmm. of her. I was like, she's a trauma victim. And then, so like we went through a lot because then throughout the course of it, then we soften, she softens, I kind of harden. And then I'm like, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. that doesn't make sense. Wait a minute. How come? So I don't even know where we landed fully, except for that, that dad. I have no clue. The things he was doing in plain sight the things he was saying i don't know how nobody the things he said at that funeral funeral i said no one I, I know that we have this whole me. case going on but no one clocked this as that is something weird for a grown man to say multiple weird things smell for a grown her. man to say the smelling the oh hugging from a no i no 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 it gives me i was like what i said no one no one even thought and he played he played them like a fiddle yep okay i have my theories which again we can talk about offline but i know that you and p i cannot wait for your as uh <laughs> to drop because it is such a wild ride and lastly the only thing that my other thing was two things that i left people with when i like because i made like this whole status i said first of all when this case came out i was in between i was like senior year of high school going out of high school I was not concerned about this case I'm not going to sit here and act like I knew I followed it very closely and I was no I was concerned about any and everything else all right yes yes, all I took from it was the bogus media coverage the skewed media coverage okay but also if you were innocent you would you and you knew in your heart you were would you not spend your time trying to prove that you didn't do this. And that is, I didn't think about that at all until the very end of the documentary. And it just like popped in my head. Cause I was like, no, like if, if I were innocent and I knew how this looked, I would absolutely be like, no, you guys need to fucking listen to me. Like I would be laying it all out there, but she is such a hated woman. She's such a hated woman. It's I'm right there with you. Chilling. But moving on. It's from, so hard to move on from, but is, I, I'm right there with it you. It is. I oh. have, I, and I have gotten into arguments with people. Like, yes. even my husband was like, I'm not fucking watching that. I was like, eh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Let's walk it back here. Like, you know what I mean? But ugh. on to Bravo. Okay. On so Bravo. we did have the premiere of Bravo's newest reality TV show this week, Southern Hospitality um, with Leva from Southern Charm. I watched it. Emily watched it. We are both former restaurant people. Emily, give me give me your thoughts just off the first episode. Okay. So it's kind of perfect timing that I'm also recapping season three Vanderpump Rules mm-hmm. because, listen, when it comes to restaurant shows, there's going to be such a huge element that is completely impractical to the mm-hmm. actual functionality of a restaurant. Yep. I don't think like in our minds, when you work in a restaurant, there are so many moments where you're like, this would be great reality TV, Mm -hmm. but in actuality, there's so much real running around doing the job. Oh yeah. That like, how many times are you in the middle of a conversation? (laughs) Then you stop and go do for like two hours. You go do like you're in the weeds and then you, and then you come back and immediately pick up exactly where you left off. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not going to work for a show. It's not exactly. And that's my thing. Like you, you just simply cannot, no matter how many times we've seen Kristen, Stassi, all of them in the corner of the service station, telling a story, ignoring their tables. That's just not going to work because especially in this day and age, those tables are going to come find you. All right. Or someone is going to come find you. I have heard so many stories, so many juicy groundbreaking drama filled stories in increments through restaurants like it's just over hours Mm -hmm. and and you just remember you remember exactly where you left off my biggest issue from the top so like let's take out the reality reality of the Mm -hmm. restaurant stuff because we're obviously going to spot it Mm -hmm. no matter what the opening sequence like intro (laughs) thing was offensive i knew i knew because it was the same thing i thought i was like 
are you fucking kidding me right now? I said, are this, you the way she like walks in and goes, come on, it's time or whatever the fuck she says. I'm like, Leva, let's go. get what was that? You just did the perfect impression. <laughs> Do it again. Did, did, Why did it sounds like she showtime. Showtime. Let's go. No, I'm sorry. As a person who has ran so many motherfucking pre-shifts, I <laughs> have almost sprained an ankle trying to get motherfuckers ready for lineup. <laughs> I have strained vocal cords. Okay. I have seriously threatened to write people up if they don't sit their asses down at this time pre-shift because we are about to open. Not only that, not only that opening sequence, but also how the lineup went down. Miss Mama with her birth control phone going up. Ooh, let me tell you something. She and Leva just sits there. Oh, can you go get me my birth control, babe? Uh-uh, uh-uh. I was like, seriously? I said, this is this is not even funny how fake this is. And also, I don't need this to make the show entertaining. I don't you know what I mean? I didn't need that little tidbit. I, <laughs> let me see you on your phone. I have literally stopped pre-shifts before and been like, I'm sorry, did you need to continue doing whatever's on that phone or can I continue pre-shift? I don't understand what, like, that's how clueless like here's the thing vanderpump rules you're gonna get that you're gonna get these like Mm -hmm. by the way lisa vanderpump firing and suspending people in the middle of meetings never ever legally could happen you have you fire someone they've got to have their last paycheck Mm -hmm. and they got to like no no but that's at least more believable than leva just sitting there while an alarm is going off and then she's like go get my birth control and leva's not she would be taking control, but that's how not normal this is for her to actually be involved Mm -hmm. in the functioning of the restaurant. Exactly. And the every, everybody else I now tell me if you felt this way, because I've come from, I've worked at nightclubs. I've worked at restaurants, bars, lounges, everything. I don't know. And you've worked as well in LA, the roles, were you were you or were you not confused by when you kept saying it was like VIP hostess, VIP manager, VIP? I saw like three VIP managers. I saw like I never saw like bottle service girl. And I said, how are we? How are the what are the job titles here? Because this doesn't make any fucking good sense. point. Good point. OK, OK, good point. Because okay, <laughs> really, now that you put it that way. What the fuck? Like I ser- I seriously was like I like halfway through huh. because little Miss Lala Hi- uh, Stasi hybrid whatever that girl's name is I was like the the bitch who runs the bitch I also want to touch on that she this girl says I don't know everybody's name yet I know Michael because I don't like that how that Joey guy talks to him and that that is a is a forced beef that I could still see being a little bit true but Miss Mama said. Leva may be the owner of Republic, but, and she may be the bitch in charge, but I'm the bitch who runs the bitch. First of all, that doesn't make sense because you sound like you're saying you're the bitch who runs Leva and you don't. Uh-uh, uh-huh. And let me tell you something else that's just not happening in restaurants with owners, managers. I've seen people fired for this. Is people lying and saying that they have a more important role like ownership or something of that nature? in public when they don't, when they're really just a, a bottle service manager, when they're really just a, you don't do that in restaurants. You do not do that. Okay. This is really, really, really smart of you to point out. I just, you know, I, real, wow. Cause like, I couldn't put my finger on what I was confused about. What wasn't rooted in reality. And it's this. Yeah. What is like, it? What the fuck are you people talking about? Yeah. I was like, the whole functionality of it, I was like, <laughs> this is not me. I said, this is this show is not for people who actually work in restaurants. Because while Vanderpump Rules is very unbelievable, okay? They still are servers, bartenders. There you go. That's and, what it is. Bussers. I will say, exactly, bussers. I will say this. I have worked at a place where there has have been arguments on the floor. And yeah. I've, been, I've been like, no, 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 no. Like, totally. You know, I have a lot of the drama that took place was believable 
for me totally. there. But like you said, with Lisa firing, suspending everybody in front of, you can't do that. You mm-hmm. you're, you can't, well, you can, okay. You're asking for some issues there, but you shouldn't. Yep. Okay, with this, I was just like, and then something else that I was talking to somebody about with this show was who lives in Charleston. I said, how much room is in this venue? Because it looks small. And they said, it is small. I said, this venue is not big. I can just look at it because even the way the cameramen are shooting from the angles that they're shooting, I'm like, this isn't a big establishment. Yeah. Like, and to be, to get all of those people in there, the way they want to make it seem like it is and have cam a camera crew, a camera crew running around. And not only that, people working. If you're actually working, come on. My last thing was that whole argument between the guy in the doctor's outfit and Mike Hell. Don't get me wrong. I definitely understand what they're saying with him promoting at other places. But at the same time, I'm like, but he wasn't working for those venues. He was, from what he explains, which I fully think this is a fake storyline, just so we're clear. Okay. I said, but we just could have worked on it a little more. He explains he was contracted by the magazine to throw a party where the magazine wanted to throw a party. That's what I thought. That's not him working for other venues. That's him working for pretty, he's contracted out. And does he have a contract with you, Leva, that says that he can't do that? Because why not? That like, these are questions that need asked. And I'm just like, this, this isn't like, come on, give me, give me a break here. I wanted, I wanted to connect more to it. A lot of people are loving it. A lot of people are loving the quote mess. I'm not getting as much genuine connection as Mm -hmm. like early Vanderpump. A lot of people are calling it early Vanderpump. And I'm like, am I missing something? Hell no. Thank you. that. You knew that that Vanderpump, early Vanderpump, I mean, I will do a rewatch of early Vanderpump every couple years because it's just so fucking good because those people did know each other. And they they worked in a restaurant. Yes, they all worked in in a restaurant. I heard that possibly all of these people did not actually work. Yes. And And to be fair, on on Vanderpump, I, I just recently found this out. Jax was hired just to do the show. Mm-hmm. I and to be fair, great hire because he fit right in. Oh yeah, and so that. But it was a better job than this casting. This casting feels very like puzzle piece together. Like uh-huh. okay, we need this person, and then we need this person, and this formula we are putting mm-hmm. together because that's how you make a TV show. Exactly, and from what I understand, I get one or two people being brought yeah. in to make the show, a la Jax. Okay, from what I understand, more than a few people were brought in to make this. That's what I understand, too. That didn't necessarily work there, didn't necessarily have a tenure there. Yeah. Okay. before this show was in the talks, because if you if you realize like early Vanderpump, they will they will pull shit from like years before the show was even a thing. And they'll bring it exactly this. These people. 2020 they cannot go back before 2020 which i would be willing to bet a little bit of money that the show was probably in talks then and then covid happened and it was like oh shit and then so we had to you know halt all production on that especially new shows i don't get the warm and fuzzies from this cast that i can tell you right now i cannot stand that joey kid i don't like the way he was talking to michael and that whole thing was a very 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 unbelievable for leva to essentially be right across the restaurant while those two are (laughs) yelling at each other yelling at each other the only thing that i said yep very very service industry like was when michael was talking to those two bartenders and one of them got pissed and he said you know what guess what you're cut off for the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah. that's believable. That's yeah. a move all of us have pulled. I've done it myself. <laughs> also, when the other, like the brunette one who's like all into, you know, being like Earth mm. Mama, I don't know, whatever the hell she's doing. Uh, and she's like, I want Voove. 
and they're like, we're going to just give her shitty Prosecco. And she oh won't my know the God. Yeah. Oh, that, that also was, I Tracks. just chuckled that. I said, Literally. oh, I said, oh, hell yeah. Cause I'm yeah. not about to, not about to play I'm this not, with you. Whatever. And idiot. you're probably drinking for free also. Let's right. It was an open bar, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. And then I'm sure that they don't, but I, am I going to stick with it? Yes. I can't promise that it'll be on a topic on this podcast every week but i am gonna watch to like try and see it through but i'm gonna let y'all know now as soon as i see austin and or craig breathe a word if i see either of them speak more than two sentences i'm done because i'm tired i don't need to keep seeing them well insider t they reluctantly do show up i don't know i don't know how much of a role they'll have but they reluctant like they don't want to be there i I don't want them to be there yeah they don't want to be because it's too much. It's too much. I don't yeah. need to keep seeing them. I don't know why they keep forcing them down our throats. They really are everywhere, aren't they? Yeah. And then like everywhere. I saw that little freaking um clip from Watch What Happens Live where they continuously ask Craig when he's proposing to Paige. I personally would be very fucking annoyed by that. Yeah. Like one, I it's such I, an annoying question. And I, the element of surprise. You're like shut like, the fuck up. Yeah. When are you proposing? On. Well, if I tell you, then she'll know. And are you guys? Do you guys live together? I don't know. Whatever. I can't they, even. Right. I know. I can't even. <laughs> I don't. I because I don't care. Because I don't care. But I, I completely same. agree with you with the deep dive you put up and the animosity between yeah. them and Lindsay and Carl. Because I, I completely agree. If you don't follow Emily, she speaks Bravo. You need to because she oh, does thank you. the best deep dives that like in my mind I will be like well I think it's because of this and I remember this scene but I don't (laughs) I'm not gonna go find it and put it you do so much work but okay I only have Emily for a short amount of time so we're gonna keep this ball rolling family karma I love it do you believe that Rish is cheating on Monica I do I really do and I believe I believe it's easy for him Mm -hmm. because because she's not a cheater and mm-hmm. doesn't know how to spot the signs at all is so easy to cheat on and look at him like is telling her after making her think they're going to move in together and ask her dad and ask her dad and being like well hold on a minute um the real estate market and then she's just like oh man you made me ask my dad for nothing and then be like so are we on the same page what are we doing and he's like yeah, I mean, I think we're on the same. We're aligned with wanting marriage eventually. Oh, that, that, him, listening to him talk in general, I literally was like, Monica, 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 <laughs> listen to me, listen to me. I saw this uh, meme. I think, I can't remember that account, but they always compiled the tweets and it's so freaking funny. Uh, Bravo and Botox. And it's either, bra- yeah, I think it is Bravo and Botox. I love that but account. Somebody, so do I, somebody said <laughs> Monica, let's get your shoes on and go find you a home yeah. like Nene. And I was like, no, but for real, because she's like, I, I felt so bad. And I, y'all know how I feel here. I'm not a Monica fan. I am team Me neither. all the way, but I can't watch a woman be treated like that. Especially like, I know she's not, she's not, uh, Monica's not me. Okay. Yeah. I did, I'm, I've been through some things. I obviously am not a young Indian woman. I did not have the same rules with dating that she follows but (laughs) i was like monica seriously his his stuttering isn't even believable but you're right it's believable to her because she's not he knows what he can and cannot get away with and she's so trusting she she is now the next thing i want to touch on vishal in the drinking and the lack of signing the marriage certificate (laughs) Well, for okay, listen, I do think his drinking is an issue, but how is she not going to sign the marriage certificate now? I, listen, as somebody who just got married, you got 30 days to do that shit. Okay, so. And then you're not married? Yeah, the paper, the at least in Missouri, where I got um, Uh married, they were like, you have 30 days to sign this and send it back to us. If not, you have to come in. Don't get me wrong. You don't have to do the. Well, you don't have to do the ceremony again, but from what they explained to us, they were like, you're going to get it, need to get a new document. Okay. Come up here again to the courthouse, which I don't want to do. 
All right. Yeah. No. <laughs> and pay the fee again. I think it was like 50, $75, something like that. Oh. And then yeah, go track down your, whoever your officiant, they need to sign it. Your witnesses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because like, here's the thing, girl, you already had it on camera and did a whole episode or two. So like, unfortunately, you are you already need to be married. You can't be like, now I'm not going to sign it over the drinking. Exactly. And I will say this, but on two sides of spectrum here. First of all, Vishal has always drank like that. They, the, how they came together was the party. I will never forget him like saying like, she was such a cool girl. She's like parties, hangs with, you know, the fellas and everything. And that's what he fell in yeah. love with about her. You guys met in that drinking, you know, era and he still had the he has crohn's right yeah yes um yeah he still he had crohn's when you when you met him so that's my only thing that i'm like eh. but on the flip side with that wedding i was like okay i'm with lopi anta if you lopa auntie if you touch another fucking drink like oh my god oh my god it's i was like, like can you get stop? stop already are you not oh tired i mean i had a rehearsal dinner, you know, even with, I had all of the things I did the whole shebang by like, we went on our honeymoon. I want to say by like the third day of the honeymoon. I no, the first day when we got to the resort, they offered us like a little, I said, all right, can you give me some water? But like, I am like, I was like Vishal and I had a one day wedding. Okay. Oh a my God. One day wedding. I kept thinking <clears throat> day one, I, they were waking up hungover. I'm like, how are they going to do this two more days? Mm-mm. I, I could not, I, I could not. I also want to touch on with you, the sit down with, um, uh, Anisha at the dinner, because I personally feel like Vishal mm. is being rude to Anisha. Like I, I really do. And you guys have heard me say this on here before. Like I, I don't understand just because I am a person who just got married. Oh, about the wedding. I was like, yeah, what yeah, yeah, about the, yeah, like, about oh, the yes, wedding. Yes, 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 a couple yes. episodes back, yeah. I, as a person who just got married, there was at some point, and it's like, okay, are you coming? Are you coming? I'm not gonna lie. At the end of that shit, I said, oh, that's not here. I'm not chasing you down. I'm not asking you. But she, she RSVP. She did say she was coming. I was not looking for people. Like they said they were coming. I'm not worried about when they're gonna get here. As long as they get here, eat that plate. I don't care. I don't care. It's time to calm down it seems like he's searching for something to be mad at to me he always kind of has mm -hmm. a little thing with anisha he he does because remember it was like the season one right yep they season had one. a thing i don't even remember what the fight it was, was and the, i just rewatched it what was, was it about Amrit. i'm pretty sure it was Amrit, Amrit caused it yeah insinuating that maybe anisha has a crush on vishal and like anisha for people who have known each other forever and now these cameras are here you're gonna say something like that that's what anisha was saying and i would say the same fucking thing i'd be like yeah. be for fucking real right now be yeah. for fucking real like did, don't. they did her dirty yeah and then uh, vishal was playing into it I would feel a type of way too. I'd be like, we have been friends since we are children. Mm -hmm. And these cameras get here now and you want to play this? And now so you do that. No. Um, I I think that in that fight, I remember thinking that this was, to me, it was sort of like, they're both, they both felt very immature and didn't really mm -hmm. know how to handle it. And they yeah. can both kind of, they both, when they fight with each other, revert back to being like fourth graders. Yeah. Who kind of go into like let's be the bigger brat mm -hmm. and then yeah. they dropped they but the way they dropped it was when she finally was like look i don't know how to be in a relationship right mm -hmm. am i thinking yeah. of this right yeah but that um, and she's trying to and what she's she said i mean she kind of said it, she's trying to protect him from the show and if yeah. somebody apparently somebody i know you saw this because you were tagged in it um from the cast is sending around his picture which i'm i'm not cool with like well I, I think he's the one who's like i don't she wants him on the show he's mm -hmm. like uh-uh no yeah which i i understand I, for every that works for certain reality shows i don't i'm see this is the thing i'm a person that i'm like i don't necessarily need to see your husband because sometimes your husband affects my thought on you on the on the house i, I the do, person you know what but i, mean? I do I'm think like, fairness wise she's got to go down to friend of next season if she's not gonna be able to show him I love Anisha. I love Anisha. I know, so but I, I think it's out of fairness, though. You, I don't know, but Bali doesn't really show, but Bali is, would you consider Bali a friend of? Kind of. Yeah, she kind of is. If she hadn't shown us what was going on 
in reality this season, yeah. I would have said we need to knock her down because she was doing that friend of shit last season. Where yeah, I was like, was. okay, Polly, you're kind of getting away with doing the like, I only talk about other people thing. Mm -hmm. I love her. She's Me like too. one of my, obviously, she, I think she's like the easiest one to love. Oh, 100%. But she doesn't give us everything. And so mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with a friend of. I love a friend of. But if Anisha, it's kind of what happened to Madison on Southern Charm. Mm -hmm. Well, she fucked herself on that. But she she demanded more money. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you're not even going to show us your new man. So you're out. She like, um, just started posting him on Instagram not too long ago, didn't she? Yes. After um, they got engaged. Yes. Um, so he, I, with Anisha, I, she wants him on the show. I think it's better for a relationship to keep it off the show, Me obviously. Too. So I think for the sake of her happiness, it's better to keep him off the show. Mm -hmm. But I think even for her, it'd be great to be friend of. It's kind of what she can do now anyway. Yeah. So that was my thing. I'm not so with me and Anisha, as much as I love her, that's my girl. I, I love, I know it, does it seem like a read to other people? No, but like for her, when she was like, you're odd to Monica, I was like, yes, bitch. Yes. Oh, yeah. Tell her because that is some weird ass shit. But I, my <laughs> thing is more so with her living in Arizona, like that, that she lives. It's not like she moved to what right? Alabama or something somewhere close to Florida. She lives on it. She's completely different time zone. She is. <laughs> yeah she's as far away apart as you and I are right yes. now. Yes. I, I, Emily's on the West coast. I'm on the East coast. Like I'm sure it's still a little bit light there where you are I'm looking at pitch darkness right now. So that was my thing. I'm like, is she going to, how often is she flying in and out of Florida? Right? I was like, that was my thing. I was like, you know, I think even at that brunch, she was like, I have to go. Cause I have to get on a plane. I was like, huh? Uh huh. <laughs> like what? Uh, I love that show because it's like a palate cleanser, especially after Potomac. <laughs> yes um so speaking of potomac we will get into it emily if you again if you don't follow her she has not been reviewing potomac because she recognized you know that there is a colorism conversation that she cannot pro she cannot yeah. recap potomac without addressing the colorism in her feelings so she took a step back from it which i thank you you know what i mean i don't want to say thank you as in like you should have done it because i you can absolutely recap potomac and i'm excited to talk to you about it right now um but it i think it takes a lot to say like okay there is something else here because i yeah. feel like a lot of people try and like put those blinders on like no okay i'm gonna shut this part off and just look at it as housewives and i'm like some of us as black yeah. folk can't do that okay yeah especially as black women like it's like this is mm, like what the fuck but i'm excited to talk to you about it because while the last week was or two weeks ago rather what the drink throw was just absolutely ridiculous this episode i was just like lighter but at the same time i was like i'm sick of mia I'm ah, uh, Mia's her. trash. I don't even find I don't even find her to be delusionally funny. No, not anymore. Like, mm -mm. No, like no. The, the lies that she tells, the lies that she tells, and then the things that come from the lies that she tells are my issue. She's like, gross. She really is. And her <laughs> getting her nails fixed, like uh, I had to, I have to get my nails cut down. You shouldn't have been trying to incredible Hold Hulk somebody. I need to like. Oh. Hold on a second. <laughs> okay. Why did she show her nail? Like when, when Robin comes to be like to check on her and she's like, look at my nails. I'm like, okay. Wendy didn't do that to you. Exactly. So exactly. what are you? Sh and why are they like, oh my God. I'm like guys, she did that to herself. All of it. N no one inflicted this upon her. No one. She did it. So why are you guys acting as if anybody did this to her? I, I do but not they understand. Did. They well, acted like someone did it to her. So she's like, I have to fix my nails. Yeah. Even like, Giselle, she's upset. Incredibly, or understandably so. I'm like, yep. And I'm, what? I'm like, I can't keep hearing the conversation of like, Wendy escalated the situation. She didn't. Like, I have it on I, my phone. I have watched it so many times. Have, I'm like, exactly. then she says this. Then I, she says yes, this. I have it word by word. She did not escalate the situation. The appetizers came. People went to the bathroom. Mia sat back down. 
Wendy is literally not two full bites into her food. And she's like, Peter said he has a problem with you. And Wendy says, it was a clear huh? setup. It's like, uh, and this is my thing. She Mia said, planned to do it from the beginning with I Giselle. Think too. I think she did. I, well, they were talking about it beforehand. I think that they, so I don't think Giselle or Robin knew she was going to throw the drink. No, 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 no. Well, no, you know that. what? I don't think, actually, I don't even think Mia knew she was going to throw the drink. No. And I talked about this last week on my episode. I think that she planned on embarrassing Wendy. That's embarrassing. what she I'm planned using, on doing. I'm and using Giselle there, everyone. knew and that. They co-signed it. And that is what's particularly gross to me is because I can see it. I can see all of this play out. We don't, and I want everybody to be for fucking real. We don't watch housewives to watch people plan to embarrass others. Like the embarrassing things happen, okay, in the moment when they're arguing. That was not a momentary thing. Mia tried to make a moment and she admitted that from that first apology that's been deleted from her Twitter, but I still have a screenshot of, where she says, I was committed to entertainment and drama. So you're admitting that to me, what I hear there is you're admitting that you planned on doing some type of dramatic thing. And I think when Wendy was just making too much sense, okay, she, cause you, she paused, she literally paused and was like, I'm so confused and then sat there. And then that's when she picked up the drink and threw it. I was, and I was just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I'm so tired of everybody comparing it to, you know, we watched Teresa flip tables. We watched this. Okay, don't get me started on Teresa because I think that lady's mad too. Like, <laughs> I think, I don't like Danielle, but that was nuts. Yeah. That was nuts and uncalled for. And then to chase her, chase her through the brownstone. But I'm like, even the setup of that, the setup, they, at least they were still sparring. They were going back and forth. They were throwing insults at each other. My thing with the Wendy and Mia stuff is the setup to it. Me she, too. There was, no, there was no back and forth. There was no, like, it was just like, I'm starting to eat and you're talking to me about a possible business venture. And had that been like the opposite and Wendy would have been like, oh, I know so-and-so that says they got beef with you from business. She would be like, I'm a CEO. I don't need advice from the professor. She would have felt the same way. You know what I mean? I just, ugh. but moving on, Candace finally gets to the house and I'm confused why everybody else is confused why Candace was crying because I get it. She, we are going, like she said, we are going back to the same exact place to where can I put my hands on you because I'm a better wordsmith than you? And no, it's it's not right, okay? It's not right. And I thought back in the day, I will never forget that Monique and Candace fight. I was like, this? This is what we came to, this is how we came to blows. Really? Like it, you would have thought that it was something more. And I, I find it quite gross how Robin is trying to skew the narrative. You, to, for her Robin. to be saying, oh, uh, she wanted the footage because she didn't want to like look back and not know what was going on. No, she started recording after the drink was thrown, after the purse, like I think the initial purse toss, like that's when she started recording and she started recording Wendy. Yeah, why was Yelling. she only recording Wendy? I don't know. I still we don't understand how she. Wendy. The interview that she did recently was Ugh. very confusing. That's not confusing. She, she's dumb. She was. What did she say? I was trying to protect trying to her get, from herself yeah, or something. She, was trying, she goes, I was trying to get Wendy to see that she has more to lose than Mia. And then I said, did you forget what you said in this episode that we just watched? Because the producer even said like, you see Robin, like, I don't know if somebody behind the scenes is talking to her like, Robin, this is what you said. This is the stance that you and Giselle took. And I listen, this is my thing. I don't, everyone's trying to dissect like, well, they don't like Wendy. They don't like Wendy. I get that. However, yeah. what we're talking about is two people that took such a strong stance when Monique hit Candace, they couldn't be around That's her. The they thing. had security. They talked about their children and how they had to protect them. Da -da. Now you are following up behind a woman that not only threw a drink on somebody, she tried to hit her, but blah, blah, yeah. you're making an excuse for it. That's the, that's the part used for it uh, with, there's no comparison to the fights between Monique and Candace and Wendy and Mia, the, the fights themselves are not the comparison, how everybody acted surrounding them is the comparison, including yeah. Ashley. She is being hypocritical too. And as well as Giselle and Wendy or Giselle and uh, Robin. Yeah, that, no, it's, it's, 
it's very confusing how they're spinning it. But the the interview Robin did recently was the part mm-hmm. that was even more confusing because I'm like, how are you possibly saying that you were trying to do something good for Wendy? I I don't know. It feels I, like what she was trying to do was this is my my thought. She was trying to make sure that if the way they edited it, mm-hmm. yep. like she would have footage to be like, I'm going to leak this in case they make it look like, you know, Wendy wasn't in the wrong yeah, and or try and make it seem like she did more, but like I'm like Robin, you're literally saying if you're gonna fight her, just fight her. Right? Yeah, exactly. she never says. Yeah, she, when the way she gave that interview was like she was up trying to like be like Wendy, Wendy, stop, 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 like please just calm down. But that's not that's not what you did. You actually stood up yourself and yeah. said, "Oh, Wendy's right, Wendy's." I hate when Robin does that because it's so the secondhand embarrassment within me. I'm like Robin, sit down like sit down it's so fucking just ridiculous and she even says i don't like wendy and i get that but i don't uh, there's plenty of people i don't like in this world i if i watched that happen to them i would be like it was weird that no one had a reaction besides obviously the people like ashley and and karen who were right there but like the three like the everyone on the other side of the table just were like like no response no. And that's right? yeah. And that's my thing. I'm like, yeah, I have seen things happen to people that I don't like where I'm like, well, that's kind of fucked up. I don't expect Robin or Giselle to run up and check on Wendy and be like, oh my God, are you okay? That's but like, at least I be don't... like Mia. No, that's yes, fucked up. Exactly. Especially considering the stance you all took a couple seasons back. That is what I'm saying. That is why their foots should be in their mouths. But it's because because they wanted this story to play out where Mia comes back, embarrasses Wendy Uh with Peter and that whole thing. And because that wasn't playing out, they were mad. I mean, you see Giselle like mumbling under her breath, like it's business, you know, it's Uh all business. Mm, That makes sense. Like she's totally like moving, moving along Mia's monologue. Um, But I know we're supposed to be talking about this last episode. Mia is a joke. I, I, as if I did not have enough. For her to, I'm I'm gonna tell y'all where there is a couple times when Mia would have gotten popped by me. Obviously, if she would have thrown a drink on me, I would have dragged her ass. But also, if I were Ashley sitting in that car and I like me and my friends are talking about this, I'm like, Candace had no reaction whatsoever. And to be honest, if I were Candace, right. I probably if I were sitting in that seat, I probably would have as well been like. Okay, Bigfoot, close the door. But with Ashley, she was leaning up against the door. She snatches yeah. the door open. And even the way she's like, I'm going to say something real quick, okay? You guys oh, listen? Oh, I was oh. like, are you talking to your kids? Uh, are you talking uh, to your kids? The way she did that was so fucking rude. And not only that, it was just giving, I was like, this is watching Regina George go like put something down somebody's shirt or be like, that's the ugliest fucking skirt I've ever seen. The way she got out of the car, sauntered over, sauntered over. And then when she sat back down, like, "Hmm," I told them, it's like, you really didn't because they're going to be back sitting in the fucking house right when you get back. It was so fucking cringy for her. I'm like, you you can't think you did something. I would have fucking snatched that car door out of her hand so fast. I'm like, don't and locked it. Don't fucking touch my car door. The move for okay, so for season one, she was like the newbie and had to just kind of survive, right? Then mm-hmm. season two, she comes back way too fucking cocky, mm-hmm. and then she gets to take. Then she gets to do a trip. She, I was kind of like, listen, we always need a liar in every franchise. That'll be Mia. And I was kind of, I was kind of going with it, but then she takes them to this house with not enough bedrooms, not enough bathrooms on purpose. purpose. And I was like, you're dead to me. I think, I think that this whole trip was planned. I think the fact that she thinks she got six bedrooms on purpose. I think she wanted to create, that's my thing. I can see Mia working. I can see her working. And being like, what? Yes, a housewife trope that I need to like be dead. It's just like not even funny anymore is the whole room situation. I need it over. We all know that like you guys are more than capable to get rooms, okay? Get a house with enough rooms. I think she got that house on purpose to cause like the typical- I didn't even think of that. Yeah, to get the typical housewife room argument happening. You are not telling me that you really expected Candace- and Wendy, two grown ass women with husbands who probably sleep in king size beds with them to share a fucking full size bed. Be for real. 
be for real right now. That is so stupid. Like those two women are not capable of going to get a hotel themselves. All like, of I, them. I would have just been, except for Sharice, apparently, but I would have, I literally would have just been, if I were Candace and Wendy and that would have played out the way Mia wanted it to, I would have been like, okay, well, I'm going to go to the W like you're, I'm not, I'm not going to sleep on the couch. I'm not going to like, you are, you're going what out of you your way. What are you talking about? You're oh. going out of your way to demean me. To try and embarrass people. Now, I want to talk about this beach scene. Mm. Robin fucking Dixon. Touching that young man. Thank you. I was like. Excuse I me. Sat up. She And like the way she it, was at, she was like, oh, oh. She kept oh. going. I'm like, if this gender roles were reversed, we would be losing our fucking minds. And not only that, he's 21. And she's like, oh, 21. You, and I'm like, you're married to like Juan Dixon. He's kind of like, he's hunky. That looks like a little 21 year old kid. <laughs> and I'm 30. I, I'm only nine years older than, but I'm like, eh, he ain't got nothing to do with him. Okay, like, <laughs> like yeah, I was just like, are you okay? Are you okay, Robin? Like, is something going on? I just, just the whole thing, I'm like, this is not exactly the most memorable beach day that w- to where I think, and listen, I like the beach, don't get me wrong, but like, if I'm going to a beach day, I need, not to sound like Sharice, but I need certain accommodations, okay? Mm. I don't, I hate going to crowded beaches. I do I, too. I hate going to crowded fucking beaches. And if I do, then it does need to be like a day club situation. There needs to be a DJ in the back. I need a server. I need a bathroom that is readily accessible. They look like they needed to walk a mile to the bathroom. That's a great point. Like they, that looked like the beach club you go to when all the other ones are full. Uh, uh, uh. Everything about this trip looked low budget. At low budget. And I want to point something out too. This is, this is my real, like no one's saying it. Mia obviously is dead set saying that Wendy drug Gordon's name through the mud. She didn't. She didn't. She said, after you threw a drink on her, she said, do you and your husband get down like that? You just threw a drink on me over another man. Do y'all fuck on him? Because you told us, you told us y'all have threesomes. You you. told us y'all have threesomes. I just brought it up again because you threw a drink at me. And honestly, you throw a drink on me, I'm bringing up everything. Told me something from kindergarten. I'm gonna be like, remember when you peed yourself and in front of everybody? Embarrassing. Like I'm going, that's just- Natural reaction. You poured, you threw a drink in my face. But she's she's swearing by this. Oh, and Karen, if somebody would have dragged Ray's name through the mud, you best believe I'd stand by you. I want to point something out. Last I was going to say, we've got to have an example first of First season, her first interaction with the ladies was at Wendy's home when Giselle and Karen were getting into it. And Karen, her best friend, her ride or die, says, Giselle... spoke death upon Ray. That is the first impression that Mia had face-to-face with Giselle, was witnessing that. And what does Mia do? She sits there and she says, I feel like Giselle has a good heart. (laughs) Now, make no mistake, Giselle didn't speak death on Ray. Okay, that was so fucking ridiculous. That was ridiculous. if we're going by your rules, Mia, if we're going by your rules, your first interaction with Giselle was her speaking badly about Ray. And you still went out of your way to befriend her and sit there and say, I feel like, I feel like Giselle has a good heart. And now Karen, you're saying Karen didn't stand up for G. Karen didn't stand up for G. You didn't stand up for Ray either. If that's the game we're playing, babes, the, 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 the delusion, the delusion. I was going to say, I knew I'm like, there's got to be an example of someone talking shit about Ray and me yeah. not doing something. Oh, Please. Yeah, immediately, immediately tapped up here because I, that is the moment that I clocked me and I was like, she's. No, no, you've watched this show because she wanted, she came in, she wanted, and everybody does. They wanted to be friends with Robin and Giselle, right? She wanted to be a green-eyed bandit, but who did she know? Karen. Uh, The moment she sat at that dinner, her first scene, I said, oh, I I got her number. I got her fucking number. This is supposed to be your friend, Karen. And you're saying, I feel like Giselle has a good heart. You don't know this lady from a fucking can of paint, bitch. Give me a break. Right? Give me a break. Like- Right? I was like, no. And I'm like, why is nobody saying this? No one is bringing it up. But also, I'm like, if I see Mia try to call somebody into her office again with her fucking secretary, Jacqueline, what would- I am going to lose my mind. 
I'm ready to be out of Miami. I'm so ready to be out of Miami with these bitches. When they were when when the two of them from the top of the stairs tried to call Karen. Karen, can you excuse? I was like, this can't be what I think it is. Mm-mm. And this I'm so is, happy. It, Karen said, "I'm be right there." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because a bitch, I would I would have not gone upstairs. When I tell you, I would. I'm petty. I am fucking petty. I kind of don't. I would have wanted to be like, you can come down here. And at this point, that was so rude. I think all of them, all of them realize that Mia is just trying to get her scenes in, even like with telling Ashley and Candace that they can't come back to the home. Like, do you can kind of see Giselle and Robin? Like, it's like, okay, she's really starting to like, kind of go out of control. And even Sharice had to be like, okay, I'm just going to text her and be like, Ashley, we'll see you back at the house. Like, blah, blah, because it's getting out of control, but they don't want to say anything because whatever. I don't even fucking know. I agree though. They're like, no, you can't actually do that. Yeah. Like, I don't think you realize that you can't do that. Exactly. Like, they're like, okay, we've kind of created a monster. Yeah. We've, uh, we've, we underestimated how crazy she was. I, I don't know why, because they continuously doubt her health diagnosis. Okay. Even Robin pointed it out when she was twerking on the beach. I was like, so you're cool with her lying about cancer and faking cancer, but like you really hate Wendy still. And this is and like, here's my, like thing. you need to drop it a little bit. I get, I, I understand why Mia or why Wendy and Robin don't fuck with each other because they had a friend. They were starting to build. This is the thing. They were starting to build a friendship. I Mm -hmm. think that they were really starting to get close when everything dismantled. However, what I need them both to understand is that they're both responsible for their parts. However, Robin is not innocent. She's not innocent. She does this thing where she tries to stay. Everyone talks about Karen staying too neutral, which I think she does to a certain extent. But Robin tries, acts like she stays neutral. But then you're really following up behind Giselle and being petty with Giselle. So you're not staying neutral. Like I I keep talking about this, I know, but I'm just like, we're forgetting the fact that last year, Robin is the one that sent those rumors on the blog to Wendy and said, hey girl, like they talk about, Juan all the time are you okay like da, da, da. Wendy's like yeah girl we're not we're not worried about it this is before filming and then here comes filming and it's like uh, yes Ashley and Giselle brought it oh. up definitely definitely but then Robin adds a little two cents in there and it's like girl shut up like you could have oh. just sat there and kept drinking your whiskey you really could have especially and I get it it's like you believe you want me to believe that you brought these to me but then your best friend is help but two of your best friends on this cast are dilly dallying over here trying to make this a thing and you had no clue about it no fuck that okay so i so i get how robin caught that stray bullet from wendy and i get how she's like okay bitch fuck you i totally understand but they need to stop acting like it's like this long term and for the record i don't think wendy is wendy is just like okay robin here hey what's up like we're not gonna get along right now but maybe one day Robin is like disgusted. Like she can't even stand to be around her. I'm like, people have done worse things to you on this cast. So you need to calm down. Yeah. Robin is really holding on to this one. Yeah. She, she, she does that when it comes to one, she, that is her that you cannot. Cause remember season one, when Ashley started talking, was talking about one and their situation before they got back together. She is, she gets really triggered. What is Wendy does about one? What has Wendy said about one? She said, like, and you listen, this is a thing. When I first watched this, I had to watch it like three or four times. I thought she was talking to Giselle. But she, when she said at the house, like, when everything imploded, um, like, the man doesn't even love you or something like that. It was a very off comment. And then she told her to go fuck herself. And that's when I was this like, is in oh, Miami? No, this was last oh, season. Oh, this is last season. Yeah, last season. That's oh, she's she still mad about that? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's what she's still mad about. And she's like, she's oh. and like, I found it so fucking funny when she was like, Wendy's the meanest person here. I was like, you sound like a fucking kid. Wendy's not the meanest person here, but you're like, she was mean to me. And it's like, did you, what did you do to aid in that? Because you, <laughs> Robin, like, and I say this because I've done, Robin's an Aries and so am I. I've done that before where like, I've had friends that are just kind of like the beef is between them. But like, and they've both been like, you cannot, you're really going to sit here and say, you don't have a side. And like with me, it's like, you know, you have a side. And I'm like, all right, well, I don't want anybody to get mad, but just remember, yes. Okay. You can't like, you can't expect Giselle and Ashley to do all the dirty work and then try and keep your hands clean. Same way. Like, like I said, that's why Chris did not want to get up and hug her when they all met him, Candace and 
Robin met after the Giselle rumors started. He was like, mm. she was like, don't do that. Don't do that. No, this is why at the end of the day, your best friend is Giselle. So you yes. know that all of this shit is coming. I can't, it's uh, like, yeah. you're, you're, you are guilty by association. Plus you always got something to say off to the side. Just sort of sat there and ate your lunch. In the words <laughs> of New York, you sort of sat there and ate your damn lunch. Okay. It's just like, my God, I can't. And whatever she's about to do with the speaker next week, I'm like, I know. Wait, what? She's just playing a Candace, one of Candace's lives, right? Yeah. And because she, where she's like, fuck these hoes or whatever. But she's mad because I think she's mad be, at Candace because she didn't go along with everything. But I don't know why they thought Candace was going to go along with that. I agree. And it, like for her, when they had that little spat, when she was like, she was like, limes are for bitches. And Rob was like, really? I was like, I've literally done that with my friends before. Everyone has been like doing tequila shots. And it's like, oh no, Lime's like, nope, Lime's for bitches. That's how that was. Like, let it go. But no, Robin is like, got ants in her fucking pants. Like, yeah, there's a little bit of paranoia going on from uh, Robin. I can see. A I little bit. That, I think that she understands like how this trip is about to play out. I really think that mm. all the trip is out. I think that she understands how this trip is about to play out. And right okay. so, Giselle hasn't really been doing that much. She's been getting drunk. She's been annoying, but she has not been doing everything that Robin did this trip. Like, like video, like recording it. Videoing, oh. yelling. And, and also because you've got w Wendy of all people, Wendy didn't technically get physical. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're right. It's like starting to add up in her head. I think they're start. We're seeing in real time that she's like, she's like, oh, wait a minute, hold on. Minute. I this am is, being hypocritical. <laughs> I think she's start because you can see when she's even showing Candace, the, um, the video Candace is like Wendy what are you doing oh my god and then she says is this after she got the drink thrown on her and Robin's like well yeah and she's like oh well fucking that if you throw a drink on me you want me to take your edges she's and she's like well Wendy just keeps talking over people and blah blah and Candace says we all do that because you all do that because y'all do that that now problem. That, that is a housewife trope that's like can't let anybody across finish. all franchises. Yes, that is. I hate when people act like these arguments, like throwing the bullying. That's not a housewife trope. That's bullshit. Okay, that's bullshit. Talking over one of an, one another, throwing out petty affairs and things like that. Yeah, those are tropes. Getting physical and stuff. No, that's not. And everyone's you know bringing up all this stuff. I didn't agree when Teresa told Marge or Danielle to go pull Marge's um ponytail either and i actually still have a big problem with that because if that were anybody else anybody else she'd been fucking crucified it probably would have been off the show Teresa, too. yeah and then not only that to flip off the producers and do that whole thing that she did at the end of that um season like in melissa and i don't know melissa fan okay but she did. She said she's mad at the producers for keeping this in. She said they that was a fourth ball break that I live for because yeah. she was. You saw her. She was like, fuck. Like it was such a weird moment, too, because it was like, why is she flipping them off right now? Mm -hmm. Because she was like, they're going to keep it in. I don't know. It's just all of she it. She knew was that so they're going to keep it in. Yeah. She knew that they were going to keep it in. She knew she got busted. She thought that she kind of snuck behind. But no, she gets to do whatever she wants. Whatever. We're not here to talk about Teresa. I know <laughs> we are on limited time. So I do have to move on to Salt Lake City really quick because I just got done watching. <laughs> so, Yeah. What the hell are we watching? What the hell are we watching? You again, genius deep dive, genius um, observation. They are trying to get the whole like, Jen is just going off the rails and everybody, almost everybody is falling in line to it because for half of those fucking bitches to sit there and say, the drink, it was funny for her. No, it wasn't. What, it what wasn't. is Meredith talking about? Wasn't that, wasn't that psychotic when Meredith was, so clearly when Meredith filmed that was when doing that confessional look or that she, something is obviously going to happen between her and Angie yeah. K mm -hmm. because that response was psycho. Yeah. It was like, it, well, delusional. Everyone has a different definition of fun. And clearly she doesn't like having drinks pouring up, poured on her head. Oh like, yeah, exactly. Meredith, let's take you back let's, to last season. Let's, let's try having a drink poured on your head. I would have just fucking left. I literally just would have left. 
Like I, if I were those ladies, I'd be like, first of all, I didn't want to come to San Diego and we have not even picked rooms yet. Who do you think should get the room? Well, clearly. Okay. First of all, you know, Jen didn't plan shit on this thing. Mm hmm. You know, Jen didn't get that house. You know, Jen mm -hmm. doesn't know anybody that has that house. Mm -hmm. Okay. At this point, no one's talking. No one with money is talking to Jen anymore. No. Okay. Everybody's like, duh, we don't know Jen. I don't know her. Uh, -uh don't, don't call me. Okay. So, you know, Angie planned it. Yeah. So I'm sure Angie was like, are you seriously about to make me feel like I planned all this? I did all the organizing and Jen's going to be like, all right, girls, I'm in charge of this trip. I live for the fact that Angie was like, mm -mm, I'm not letting you have this camera moment. Oh, me I'm too. Sure. I'm sure Jen was like, I'm supposed to have this camera moment. You can see her unraveling. You can She's see like, her unraveling. This but is, but I, I like that Angie's like, no, I planned the fucking trip. Oh, she came to work. Mama clocked in. She said, I'm I getting this snowflake. I was, I, I was said like, the same thing when I recorded like, earlier. <laughs> it was back, back to back to back. I was like, oh, she, and she did it seamlessly. She did it fucking seamlessly too. There were no breaks, no nothing. I said, she, she might have something here. You guys don't know. I always say no one has, I have no alliances in Salt Lake City. It no, might no. be with Angie. It <laughs> might be with Angie K now. Okay. One thing that I want to point out that I am absolutely <laughs> sick of, they're all like, technically, maybe Jen should have the best room. Whitney's like, she's going to sit in a six by nine jail cell for the next however long. Let's be very fucking honest. Any room in that house is better than where Jen is about to be. So be for fucking real. She does not need the master bedroom because she's about to go to jail. Also, why the fuck has she always historically been getting the best room? Season one, what was wrong with her? Exactly. Why did she get a season they're, one? They're terrified. I don't even know. Exactly. If I don't even know if they're terrified of her. I really think that they just don't want her to start yelling. Exactly. I really like, I'm think... just tired. No, it's and I can only imagine because it's like, my God, and she commits to the yelling. She commits exactly. to it. Like your ears just don't want to deal with it. You're no. like, like you, it's like that friend, you're like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. And no, it's just with, easier for you. You weigh that you weigh the pros and cons just to like, give it to her. Exactly. But I, Angie just legit, like she had, she was such a power bitch. Like she, she, she was. is legit, not afraid of her mm -hmm. walking through that house, ignoring all the little passive aggressive conversations coming mm -hmm. from this one over here. Even Whitney gave them a moment. They could have fought. She's like, I'm surprised you two don't keep getting in fights. And I was like, Whitney. And Angie goes, yeah, I just keep blowing her off. Don't you love it? Like, I know I, I did. Yes, I, I loved that. Do, Angie. I loved I it from beginning it. to end. I said, because usually I see, I can see I them working. It. And this is my main issue with all of the yes. Salt Lake City housewives. I can see them working. I can see them trying to deliver. God knows I'm tired of Whitney trying to give us a scene. Like, yep. But Angie, I said, <laughs> Miss Mama, that just flowed so yes. seamlessly. Put her in the center next year. I don't Agreed. care. I like don't care. The way care. she was on that van ride, like the way yes. she was just, she was so like control, like she delivered so oh, she did. well. When she goes, I am a fucking respected woman. And Jen goes, so am I. She goes, are you? Yeah, yeah. Are you? Are you? <laughs> I, I laughed so fucking hard. And not only that, in the confessional, when she's like, I don't want a necklace from Jen because I don't feel like the so, uh, the South Precinct of the FBI stopping me while I'm trying to eat lunch to take it off my neck. I was like, oh, she <laughs> is delivering in I every said, which way. I said, oh, this is uh, I said, brava. I brava. love her. I love it. From the set, like even when she, when she, her first appearance, people were like, oh, these Angie's are so thirsty, both the Harrington. And yeah. I, I liked her from the second she started. I'm like, sure. Do I see the thirst? I do. Yeah. My hunch though, is that I like her. I liked how she came right away for Angie Harrington and was like, I'm sorry. I'm not about to be nice to you. The way you came at Lisa Barlow. Uh-uh. I'm not having it. The way you're coming for Jen. Like she just came in very controlled and did quite a bold move. And I'm like, mm -hmm. something about her is telling me that she may be good. I did understand the thirst and I owned up to the fact that I have bad taste and bad instincts. This time I was right. 
listen, I so far which because I don't want to overly hyper up, but that was good. I'm sorry, that was good, especially for what we've been fucking seeing in Salt Lake City. None of none of those women have read somebody like that, have done that type of performance in the three seasons that this show has been on, like a friend of just did. Like that is what I've been waiting for from those women. None of them can give it to us. Not Lisa, not Heather, not Meredith, not Whitney, not Jen, none of them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, she knows what she's doing. And, and Dan is good them. too. Dan is good too because like she's it. quiet, but she's scaring Heather because like she's like, <laughs> what do you mean? You're not going to stand up to her. And Heather's like, please, God, don't, don't, don't mm -hmm. stand up for truth and justice because then I'm going to have to do something. That, when she said that, I was like, Heather, what are you saying right now? I'm like, that's the like, quiet part that you're not supposed to say out loud. And well, my other thing was just like, you're a guest. What she said was, you're a guest of a guest. Don't do. I was like, watch it. And I, lo I love how Dana was just sitting there like, but I like, I wish somebody would have put in the blink, blink noise because she was like, okay, bitch, whatever. Like, I don't fucking care. And I don't like, even when, when it came down to Jen going off on Dana, I would have been like, okay, girl, I don't care. Like the, that is one person I love to argue. I love to argue. That is one person I, Jen, I would not even waste my fucking time arguing with because girl be for real right now. Be so absolutely for real. You need to be in court in like <laughs> any minute now. I'm going to be over here because I don't defraud people. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I would not even, I would not even waste my time arguing with that lady because she's also, uh, no, what we're not saying is she's over what they're not saying. We're all saying it. She's overperforming because this is her last season. She is not coming back. She is Thank not having you. a Teresa arc. She is not, she's not coming back. She can't. <laughs> she can't. I don't think I don't think she's gonna first of all, we're, she's also gonna be gone way longer than Teresa. That's what I'm saying. Like she's like at least at least five years, right? At minimum. Minimum. Right? Yeah. Minimum. I don't like we, she, she's we, not in even if, even still, she's not coming back. Even if let's say she the, by a miracle, by a miracle, by something, grace of God, whatever you believe in. She's still not coming back. Mm -mm. Bravo hates her. Bravo's banned her. She can't come to the reunion. Is that, I thought that was a rumor. Oh, I heard it from someone who's pretty reliable. Oh, really? I thought, yeah, yeah. I just saw it. On, I just saw it on the internet, but especially with like how BravoCon went down and everything and like her trying to break in and stuff like. It yeah, was... no, I've heard that she is not even able to go to the reunion. I thought that was fact, but don't quote me on that. Mm. But I, heard I don't it from, know. Like, I heard it from not the internet from a person who's okay. like. Close no, I think so. I mean, I can believe it also because here's the thing. Everybody's comparing her to Teresa. Teresa didn't actually commit yeah, yeah. those crimes. So there's a whole thing like, did she or didn't she? know? we don't know. We we don't know. Okay, that's the thing. She, but she was not the head honcho. She was not the main soul. The uh, the whole time it was her husband. It was her husband. So there's there's a difference there. But I know we are running out of time. Emily, thank you so much. So so much. Oh, for I'm on. sorry. I wish I had more time. No, no, no. I completely understand. Thank you so much because I y'all I was way behind, way behind this week. You were not. Well, I feel oh, I usually oh, this ask, week. yeah, I, I usually uh, ask my guests, like, give them more than a oh. couple of, Emily came in clutch and agreed to do this the day before yesterday, y'all. So, oh, I did. Thank I you, did because so I love much. coming on the show. Uh, I love you. And Lord knows everybody, if you listen to one of us or both of us, you know, we could talk forever. <laughs> I know my episodes are like two and a half hours sometimes. Oh, so, yeah. My last one was two hours and 45 minutes. And I was oh, like, that makes me feel I, better. I was like, should I break this up? I was like, shit. But I was like, no, nah, whatever. <laughs> Here you People like long episodes they do they really yes, do I, they I was do. shocked but they tell them up. tell the people where they can find you uh she speaks bravo with emily hanks is basically everywhere you get your podcasts and you can follow me on instagram at she speaks bravo and i'm also on youtube she yes. speaks bravo with emily hanks Yes. And you already know where y'all can find me on Instagram at the podcast page at who asked me podcast. If you want to follow my personal page, it, it's at Zell's life, S E L L E S L I F E. I'm not really active on there anymore because I'm always on my podcast page. But if you want to follow my TikTok, where I have been doing housewife, Bravo, pop culture shorts, it Ooh. is also the same as my personal Instagram Zell's life, S E L L S L I F E. We will talk to y'all next week. <laughs>